Yo, 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 you already know what time it is. I'm Marissa the Thinker. You are now tuned into another episode of Thinker versus Speaker. We got part two of the episode with Jonathan, Partners in Trauma. I hope you like part one. If you haven't had heard part one by now, go ahead, check it out. What you waiting for? It will make this make sense, wouldn't it? But, uh, yeah, I'm not even going to waste no time. We just going to jump right back into it. I hope y'all enjoying this episode. Definitely, if you are, make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Let people know that you're messing with us. You know what I'm saying? If you got any um ideas for topics, people that you want to talk to, drop it. Let me know. I can make it happen. Um, And, yeah, let's keep going. I also got a bonus clip at the end, so stay tuned for it, all right? Later. But I will say that since COVID, it has gotten a lot nicer. Black Friday really isn't a thing anymore because everyone thinks on, everything's online. I mean, it is, but it's not. You think about it. Think when was the last time you heard like a, like a crazy like Black Friday event or like trampoline Black Friday like kind of was dying even during the course of my retail years. Like I remember my first year doing Black Friday, it was literally like 300 and they were like screaming, this is Sparta. But by the mm-hmm. time the, the end of it came, you know what I'm saying? Because that was like, okay, when I started, when I was 16, Black Friday was limited to Friday. And mm-hmm. over the course of time, that's when they started introducing Thanksgiving or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? They opened us earlier and earlier and earlier and earlier. Like they tried each year opening us earlier until they realized people ain't really coming like that. If y'all are going to be open Thursday and Friday, there's really no... You know, it's no more door busters. Y'all not doing door busters like that. Y'all not doing the stuff mm-hmm. that y'all used to. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just doing the same old half off sale. And Exactly. That's funny you said that because, like, I remember the first couple years when we did door busters, you know, every hat, scarf, whatever. I mean, Jesus, they'd be beating down the damn door. Yeah. And, you know, it's free, you know. And so <laughs> yeah. but then they slowly stopped going away with those. They just did more sales than anything. And... um you know, and it's like, but realistically, it was always kind of hard because when I was, when it was in its prime of being real heavy, I was in a mall. And so Same, people yeah. were lined up for like the, the anchor stores. Yeah. But they were like lined up for the bigger stores. And it's like, then, so like they had us there when everyone was there, but it's like, no one's coming here for our store. So why do we have to be here this early? They're all yeah. for the, the bigger stores. And so you get there, you kind of just twiddling your thumbs and then it hits. Well, shit. It hits out it goes of nowhere. By so quick. It really does. It, and then the worst is like you can kind of tell when everyone's like taking their coffee break or maybe stopping for breakfast. You can. It It'll like sleep. lull. Yeah. Yep. And then boom, it picks up again. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's and and it's crazy, but again, like even those like you would think that those days suck, but they're also like some of the most exciting days that you have. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like you said, like there's the potluck. There's all the energy in the building. Like everybody has a collective goal there's specific schedules it's just like you don't even have to think about it it's like that's when all the muscle memory comes out and it's just like whatever like there will be years where i'm like on the cash register like especially when i'm an associate like you're a, you're an associate you got a nine-hour shift just straight on the cash register with non-stop customer that like, days go by fast and i'm making time and a half easy money mm-hmm. i loved it because um that's they did like a too Oh god! Oh yeah! It <laughs> you up, you're like, look how good I. Oh, and then let's not forget, God, I worked for a retailer uh, that had a, a credit card for them. Same, yeah. Did you ask for your credit card? Did you ask for? Oh, a credit I was card? one of the best. Card? You... Oh, girl, same. <laughs> the most I got in a, the most I got in a single shift was like twenty eight. Uh huh. Um, no, I got more than that. No, I got sixty that one time at. Um, I think you and I talked, I think we worked for the same place and it was a grand opening of the store. And so it was like, they got a discount, even if they apply, even if they didn't get approved. Oh yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. Uh-huh. and so that day I got like 60 something people because I'm like, you get the discount, whether you get approved or not. Oh, sure. <laughs> done. I kicked ass that day. Yeah. I, oh, I, girl. I looked ass. I think, was it black Friday? Cause it was like one of them nonstop register days. Mm-hmm. For us, it was Black um, Friday. I remember. Uh, is that what they were called? Yeah. I just texted you. 
Ah, hold on. Okay. <laughs> That's what they used. Did you get these? Did you get these? Every time, like, they would get on the do the, yes. the hourly chat. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> They'd get on the hourly. Yeah. Hey, how many? How many of those cards you got? Blah 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 blah. Well, we got such and such got this many. They got such and such got this many. How many do you have? Like, who's gonna win uh -huh. that? Whatever. And it's always something. You know. You you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Because at one point in time, so, I was the enemy putting together the prize packs. Yep. 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 And so you know, on top of doing that, so. Um, I was able to ring out like you know, something like four or five guests like every like five minutes. Like I'm just I was really quick with it. Yeah. And there was one one Black Friday. It was me and these other two girls, and we had one of those big monsters that you can like unscrew the cap on and off. You know. Yeah. The three of us. Just kept, yeah, the three of us literally had a shot glass, and we would take shots of it throughout the day. <laughs> and the three of us shared that one. But we were pumping and grinding. She was like, and then our boss was like, y'all want to say a little later? Half a double and a half? Time and a half? Yep, sure. Let's do it. And That's we just kept working. Time and a half, yeah. <laughs> and and I always love, because it's like, you know, they bitch about you and your management, like about like, you know, staying under payroll and blah, blah, blah. During the holidays, uh -huh. that money's flowing. They don't give a shit. They don't care. They will do let it. you work a 15-hour day. Do what you gotta do. We appreciate you support. Were you supporting the team? Like, you just stay as long as you want. Yeah, I bet you would. Yeah. They don't, we don't, as I, and I was on the other side As now. corporates at home, at corporates at home, and we're at work, if you want to work, you go right on ahead. Yeah, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Enjoy that, enjoy that fire out in the back. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, okay. So another thing that I want to get into, too, I yeah. want to talk about the great work shortage before we get out of here. Let's do it. And, like, why, why I think it exists. Cause like one, like let's start with where it started. Um, Cause mm -hmm. you kind of you kind of like said something about it earlier, but didn't really get into it. So what was cold was like retail, mm -hmm. like pre current, like pre during and post COVID, and like what like what's happening there or like what happened there. Cause I was so out like, of it by that by then, but it's like a high risk. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't even know yeah. what's going on, and it's just like so. I'm supposed to deal with people. Mm -hmm. One of the uh, one of the other things that's exciting about retail, and when everyone ever asks, when anyone asks me what I enjoy about it, is no no two days are the same. No. Every day, every day is different with retail. You don't know what you're going to get, and you know that keeps you on your toes, and and that, and that's enjoyable sometimes. Not always, but it can be. So beforehand, like before COVID, it was retail. Um, since I've been in a higher end retail now, like Black Friday isn't really a thing because, you know, grandparents and parents are with their kids at the other stores, you know, buying the the, the Xboxes or Barbies or whatnot. So they don't really come into, you know, no one's really in the market for $200 pants on Black Friday. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, so, yeah. so like that, we're not really busy. So what I've enjoyed about working this higher end retail is Black Friday, we don't start on Thanksgiving and we sure as hell don't start at eight o'clock in the morning. We start at our regular time, which is 11, you know, yeah. we don't stay open later. We don't stay open till like midnight or whatever. We're home by 730. So it's like, I've enjoyed that because we don't have to worry about stuff like that. But beforehand, like we would have events where we'd have live music and we'd have food out and drinks and uh, all kinds of stuff because my location doesn't necessarily have a, a we don't do beverages like others retailers do like with the champagne and stuff but mm -hmm. when we have events we would you know do free wine or we would literally have a mini bar set up in our store with like lights and stuff and we would hand out drinks and cocktails and different restaurants would cater and stuff like that we don't have all these people that would donate vendors and stuff and it was mm -hmm. fun i mean they would be pumping and it was always good to do an event at the end of the month get those final numbers in you know what i mean yeah. So like we would do stuff like that and the guests were so much nicer, like, you know, cause everyone was just doing their own thing, I guess. And then during COVID, like I'll never forget when they announced that they were going to shut the store down. It was the middle of March. Me and the assistant manager had gotten to work and it was eerie. Like this, it was kind of like, um, I actually was working on September 11th. The really? day after the day after September 11th happened, and it was very eerie. I was working overnight at a retailer, a big retailer, and all the TVs in the in the store were just following the news of what was going on. 
no one was in the store. There, it was there was no planes out. It was just really. I remember September 11th, and that's another thing. But it was really quiet, and that's how it felt right before COVID really hit. There was no one shopping. Uh, they'd come in, and they you know people had started wearing masks or were telling people not to wear masks. They were kind of divided on it. That's when the division really started happening. Was when it came down to like the mask mandates and stuff. That's when people started getting really fussy, mm-hmm. and so it started to change the dynamic, and it was kind of unsettling. And so that day we showed up to work and we didn't even make it a full day by two, by noon. They were like, we're discussing what's going to happen. We'll let you know by one o'clock. It was like, okay, certain stores are closing. And then by two o'clock, it was like, everybody shut down. Um, so we were like trying to count the register and it was weird. They're like, don't count the registers, just shut the store down and go. Wow. And so don't even, we, wow. Yeah. Like they were like, just go. So we left and then it was like, the, and then, of course, you know, they they offered, you know, specific things like they did offer to keep us. They did pay the full time employees during COVID, which was nice. They did do that for us. Um, so I was able to get paid, which was awesome, as well as collect unemployment like everyone else did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was I mean, that was a really cool thing that I will say that some retail, not all retailers did it, but the retailer that did take care of their employees. That was a really cool thing. Yeah. And so when it came time to come back, it was way earlier than anyone had started to open. And it was like the conversation was was given like, well, why are we having to go back? But it turned out that while people were at home, they started ordering merchandise. Well, the warehouses were still working to help fulfill them, the orders or whatever, because I was considered part of the, you know, essential worker was to work in the warehouse to get those online orders sent out. Yeah. Well, they were running out of merchandise and they've realized, oh, there's the merchandise just sitting in the stores. So that's when they decided that, and this is true with every retailer. So guests need to understand this too. Now that online ordering is in full effect, I mean, it is a thing now. Not only are these employees stocking the merchandise and helping guests, they're doing they're also work fulfilling for the same pay. Fulf- we're fulfilling online orders too. Yeah, because it is now cheaper to have it sent from a store than it yep. has to send from another di- from a, from another state. Because it's because so it's closer. So everyone needs to know if you're ordering something and it's from a retail store, nine times out of ten, you're getting it from the store that's right up the street from you because you really it's cheaper are. to send it to you. Yeah, that like, was starting. That's just yeah, and so you know that had really started going on. So that's why they wanted us to go back in the store was so that we could fulfill all those online orders. And so being in a manager, they weren't bringing the part-time people back. They expected the managers to go into the stores and start doing this and fulfilling all these things and so on and so forth. Well, the center that I work at, this bougie place, did not give any rent relief to any of the retailers in the center. So when I got back, seven of the stores that I knew, that I knew the managers and the employees were all gone. They closed up shop. It was like coming back from like this thing that it was just undescribable. I can't describe it. Like it, it, I just came back and it was like, there was people coming in kind of. And then when they would come in, they'd be snarky. They always had a comment about the mask mandate. They always had it. They were just, they were mad. Everyone came back after COVID mad. And for retailers, it's become more of a, of a, an entitlement and a demand. Mm-hmm. Like you're lucky we're in this brick and mortar. That's why you're in business kind of attitude. Really? And it's very, yes, because that's, I mean, honestly, the reason a lot of brick and mortars are in business and will remain is because there is that guest that will want to try it and see it in person. There are people out there, girl, who order online. I don't know how they do it, but I am one of those people. I have to try it on. I have to know how it's going to fit. I can't just think it's going to fit and then it gets here and then. I'm counting on this outfit and it doesn't work. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. So, but a lot of people do want to feel the merchandise. So that's why brick and mortar still stands is because of those guests. And it's usually the older guests, but as the older guests start to die, there's so not much of that. Store. Exactly. Our business, while we do still do well and when we make plan and everything, we do not see nearly as many guests as we did pre COVID. Um, you know, conversion counter and, you know, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so for those who don't know, conversion is the amount of percentage of people you're supposed to sell that come through the door. So most retailers are so like, if you have 10 people come through that, that door, there's a counter that will count them. Mm -hmm. And what that will do is, so let's say 10 people come in, you need to sell to at least six of those people mm -hmm. to have a good conversion. And so our conversion rate is way down, but our sales are just as high, if not higher than 2020. Uh, that's what's, 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 that's what's it's, um, I don't know. We always just do the LY. I call it LY last year, you know, plan or whatever. Oh, but yeah, that yeah, percentage of, used to always um, have to balance the two where it's just like, okay, if your conversion is down, what's your other thing? And it's literally what you're talking about. It's just like, well, if I got a low conversion, then I need a high whatever. Uh, okay, so we have UPT, DPT, uh, units per transaction. Ah, per okay, transaction. now we're about to start getting into math. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's those things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. With with retailers, um, how they get their money budgeted to them for hours to pay the employees is by what I say. They give you a sales sales plan. You have to make a percentage of that sales plan. But on top of that monthly sales plan, you have a weekly sales plan. Um, if you make that week, then you will have earned the hours they gave you for payroll. But what y'all don't realize is that if you don't make that week, that following week, when you go in and you can't find no one to help you, it's because they had to cut everyone's hours yep. because they didn't make the, the, the week previous. Yep. And so it's bad enough when you only have, you know, 10 employees nowadays with after COVID because you can't get anyone to work. You have 10 employees, well, you're not making sales plan. You got to cut their hours. And so that's why it's so hard for people now to have part-time jobs and go to school and do everything and support themselves and have a living. It's because they're not even allowed to work if they work a part-time job. Because if you don't have that open availability, you sure mm -hmm. as hell ain't going to get any other hours. Yep. Yeah. And so that's when you get the, that's when you have people working two, three, four jobs. And that's why, you know, everyone's talking about what a struggle it is to, for, to live, you know, yeah. and to survive. And everything's higher. Nothing got cheaper. Nothing got cheaper. Everything's Everything getting everything's getting higher, but our wages did smaller. not go up. No, the job duties that we have are getting more and more and more, but like we're not getting compensated for that. Right, and, so and like people are burning out. And and then they're like, well, we don't understand what's happening, and they're all frantic and panicking. Like, well, what's happening? Everyone's not wanting to work. Y'all have worked us to death, literally. Literally, literally, people. I because in my particular case money don't it, it's gotten to a point where it's just like i don't even care about the money i just want to be happy with what i do Amen. i don't want to go to work every day and be like why the fuck am i here like this can't mm -hmm. really be it this can't be it and everybody is questioning that now because everybody's getting tired of getting whipped on their back like keep going keep going keep going and i know like generations in the past i'm sure they don't understand that because some people that's what they did you know what i'm saying even with where i come from like i'm the first per person in my family probably like question that and be like hold on hold on hold on hold on wait this logic so i'm not judging it and i can see how yeah. i'm like the outside looking at people like well this is life and you got to do what you got to do and i'm just sitting here like but really though really though because y'all not happy neither and also, and this is my thing too, is everyone's like so quick to point that out. It's like, okay, yeah, you're 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 absolutely right. Um, but those people out there doing what they want and everything, like, but like you pay for that, you know, yeah. like you pay for that by you like you, like I've never understood like so. Someone asked me my opinion as to why people aren't having to go to work, and it's like, why go to work when these people are just starting OnlyFans, selling pictures yeah. of their feet. Doing, you know, wear stuff like that. I'm sorry, I got ugly feet. I'm not gonna. I'm not in on that market. <laughs> but the point being is like, but 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 thing is like, you know, you have these fake celebrities on 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 you know instant uh, Instagram and you know TikTok and stuff like that. It's like your TikTok famous is not the same as famous famous. It's not. And you know, I'm a, I'm gonna quote one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's a movie, The Incredibles. Uh -huh. and the the Love villain the main guy the main guy he was like he's gonna make everyone a super superhero remember because yeah. he said he's well, like, nobody, yeah go ahead no one will be yeah and that's what i feel like social media has done it has put this this thing on everybody 
where it's like everybody's the same. Yeah. And everyone's doing the same thing. And it's like, you know, you have these these creators out there who are giving us quality stuff, like things that, you know, like things to discuss, topics. They're creating these amazing arts. They're teaching, they're teaching people. That's what I love about social media is that it can actually be a wonderful tool to help people through social media. I was able to get into therapy. Mm-hmm. I was able to find a therapist and a psychiatrist through social media by seeing those like those pages you flick through and you're like, you know, talking about mental health and like those things do work sometimes. They're cheesy and corny and everyone like scoffs at them. But you know what? When someone's having a really shitty day, sometimes even if a stupid little meme comes across TikTok, it'll make me smile. It'll change my mood. Yeah. So like in that sense, like there's there's healthy parts of it. But unfortunately, our society is picking up on that darker side of everything. It really is. Yeah. And and they're using the things for bad and not for good. And it's like, and, and I come from a generation, like I said, I'm older. I remember when things were closed on Sundays. Sort of. I sort of, <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like there were like, there were yeah. some retailers that were closed on Sundays. There were, malls were not open on Sundays when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's like, they still made their money. They still got by. And so it's like, there is a way, I mean, <laughs> absolutely there is a way that we can live in this world and be happy i just i don't know why we can't yeah i just don't know why we can't get there it's a lot of comparison happening right i think Mm -hmm. i think and and, and this is just my own opinion i could be right or wrong i really don't care it's 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 perspective it's it's we need to change the dialogue in a sense because we're not talking we need to talk more about doing things that make us happy but like using that to make us money and like we're putting making money forward and trying to be like everybody else instead of like really going after the things that we are truly passionate about giving it everything that we have and letting it create you know and letting it blossom into whatever it's meant to be you know that's what in reality, a lot of these creators are doing, they're finding Mm -hmm. their niche, they're finding their thing, and then they're turning it into something that, you know, is actually fruitful. And there was a reason why I brought up all of the skills that we learn in retail, retail, right? Because I think about them now, because with what I'm trying to do, even in doing this podcast and like the other projects that I'm working on, I ask myself that a lot. And I'm just like, dude, can I really run a business? Can I, do I really have what it takes? Like, can I really help people improve their lives? And it's just like, I have to think back to that seven years of retail. I'm asking myself, do I know how to run a business? Yes, I do. I did. Mm -hmm. I just did it for somebody else. And not only did I do it for somebody else, I did it well. So I'm capable, but I have to believe that I can do it for myself the same way that I did it for them. And that's what, and that, and that's, that is the, you said it right there. Like, I, I, I love it because like, yes, like we do have the capability of doing it. Just, we've been doing it for other people this whole time. Yeah. And so it's like, and, and that's such an empowering feeling. It's like, holy shit, you know, when you actually look. And so like, I was one of the things I've been afraid about or scared about changing my career. It's like, well, I'm only, you know, really trained in retail. No, I'm not. You I'm have so many trained. other skills. I can get a customer service. Now, I know that sounds like you're weird, you know, I went in, oh, I don't want a customer service job. A customer service is more than just retail or answering phones or so on and so forth. There's yeah. other parts of it. Yeah. But like, that's a skill I have now, customer service. I can network. That's, I mean, I go out, I go out and beat the street, beat the street and like, hi, my name is Jonathan. I work for, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, would you like to partner together and have an event together? Absolutely. I know how to network. I know how to go out and meet people. I know how to, here's my email. I have a, I have a business card for crying out loud. Like, and it was, and it's through those moments where I learned how to do those things that like have empowered me to, because that's, what's funny. Cause you said, you know, everyone's putting money on the forefront. And if you ever watch videos of like businessmen and shit from the eighties and they're blowing their own smoke up their own asses, but they're like, you know, you got to work hard, you got to work hard, work hard, work hard. Okay. So that's how you earned your millions is you worked hard, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they inherited it or whatever, but <laughs> okay, fine. So guess what? Now you got this generation and they are working hard. They're putting in that stuff. They put the money up front 
And now they're coming for your money. And what are you trying to do? You're trying to keep us down still. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where it sucks. It's like, we're going to keep raising the price. And that money that you had that you started to build up, now it's not even going to be worth anything now. Yeah. You know, I saw, I saw a report. You can have $2 million in the bank and still be considered poor. Yeah. Because what is it take? in this world now? N- nothing. When people have billions upon billions, and that's what people are realizing. I think that's part of that's a, a a good part of the big work shortage now. It's like people are figuring it out. It's just like I'm busting mm-hmm. my ass for you, and you treat me like you're doing a favor because you get me a check at the end of the two weeks. You know, I was having this conversation with my friend earlier today, and it's just like we are realizing that it's not even about the place. You know, like when it comes to like in, in, in the in the big picture of things, when it comes to life, it's not about the place. It's what you pick up in the process. Like mm-hmm. we're not meant to stay in these places forever, but we feel like we have to because that's what that's what society does. That's just what we're trained to do. But if you start asking more questions, it's just like, you know, that the stuff that I picked up in my retail days, that was skills. I wasn't there for the company. Like, that's not the reason that I was there. Like, yes, it got me a check, but it taught me, you know, my customer service skills, my ability to run a business, my ability to hire and train and discern people. Like, you know, my my uh, understanding of like, visual visual visualizers and merchandising and the ebbs and flows and patterns of business those were the things like the certain networking that i did like the people that i met in the process that are also doing other things now that kind of coincide with the things that i'm doing now like that's what it's about it's not about that particular place and staying there forever mm-hmm. like we're my favorite thing to too evolve. is uh-huh. is one of the things i've learned too through is problem solving yes yes and retail retail really teaches you how to problem solve not with just yes. like you know how to diffuse a bad situation with the guests but like okay i got 300 pairs of jeans i got only room for 150 what the fuck am i <laughs> yeah. gonna do with these other 50 you know like yeah there's just like you you are like when they give you the floor set like you look at something and you figure how to do, how to solve a problem yeah you do it quicker and so that i took that with me into all other things that i did it's like okay here's a problem that's we don't have time because in retail, you don't have time. You got to get it decide quick. And so I love that's one of my favorite things about retail. Like you're right about everything else, but problem problem solving was my fave. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like you, you, you pick up so many skills and it's just like, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe at some point it's just like some people like when they were at home and they realized, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like that oh shit moment of like, I don't know what's about to happen. I don't Mm -hmm. know what's about to happen. Y'all just told me to go home. I still got bills. I still got, you know, I still got stuff going on. And it's just like, then when you come back, it's just like, now you want me processing online orders and helping these people. And there's this virus and I don't know what's going on. And you still want to pay me the same amount of money. You still want to act like I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, now you want to give me hours or like now you want to cut my hours. So there's no stability. And people are just like, yeah, what the fuck? I'm doing all of this shit for you. You know, you act like you're doing me a favor because you're giving me a check. But like, what is this check if I don't have like a peace of mind? Well, and then and then what's, you know, it sucks, too, is we're at the front lines. We're the ones dealing with those angry guests that are mad because, you know, there was a couple there was a while where I only had like two employees, so I couldn't stay open to like the closing time. So I'd have to close early and yeah. posted a sign. Unfortunately, due to um, a, sh- a staff shortage, we had to close early and they would get so mad. They come in the next day all pissy because like I came in here and I try to, you know, do my return and I had to go back home and I had to come back up here. I'm like, first world problems. I'm so sorry. Like, uh, do do you care the fact that I worked an eight day straight and that there was no one else to work? So I had to go home so that I can sleep. You don't care about that, do you? Okay. And they don't. And they don't. Um, All they care about is their convenience and that they've been inconvenienced in any shape or form. Then it's unacceptable. And, you know, well, the guest is always right. The customer comes first. You know, they pay your checks. Yes, they do. But they also need to know that I need a life, that I need to be able to breathe. Yeah. That's not, I mean, like, the bottom line is kind of like, 
the customer well some not all customers like some customers are actually like understanding and like they get it and they don't give you a hard time and god bless those people um but like you know what i'm saying sometimes you get a hard time you get a hard time from the customers and then you know i'm saying you work for for a company that you know like they do things to make it seem like they care on paper and to keep you hyped up and to keep you like kind of brainwashed like you know what i'm saying like kind of brainwashed they give you just enough to like keep you loyal and to keep you roped in and also keep you kind of like addicted because it's never ending it's literally like we get out of one thing especially in management it's just like oh we're out of christmas okay now we're into active because new year new year new me everybody's buying active wear inventory time boom okay now we're prepping for easter boom now we're prepping for back to school boom now we're prepping for for halloween but like it never it's never ending (laughs) it's it's literally there's always a sale there's always this one of the retailers i worked for the the women's one they were like hey we're really you know there's too many coupons we're doing too many sales like we're done we're not gonna do that this year we're gonna teach our customer that you know like we have great product and they need to come buy it within a month all right guys we're putting on a sale because they watched a 62 percent decline in their business when they guests realized there wasn't a sale oh yeah they're like what's on sale today oh nothing's on sale oh okay we'll come back they left that was a big we weren't making we were not making any money and this was a women's retailer and let me tell you these old ladies mm -mm, do not mess with them because and when i tell you the outflow of or the inflow of like complaints to corporate (laughs) they ain't got nothing but time yep and the thing is is with you know with guests now and it's like again trying to make everyone happy and so it's like i get that guests pay our paycheck. I really do. And I understand that more than anybody. And I am grateful for it. But do not sit there and make me treat these people like they are more important than me. When I'm doing all these things, I'm jumping through all these hoops, and I'm the one getting you all this accolade, this company, we are all contributing to y'all having a great day. But you're going to sit there and tell me that I'm going to make the minimum amount for my position. Yeah. That was that's the reason I'm asking for a raise is because when I mentioned earlier that they had raised the minimum wage for um, certain positions. Uh-huh. Everyone in my store, except for my store manager and I, got a raise. And when we asked where our raises were, they're like, "Well, you make the right amount of money for your position." I had an employee get four raises in six months right in front of me. And when it came time for my yearly review, they said, no, we're not giving out any money. So wow. this year I'm trying something and different. Like, y'all are the people that are giving, like telling these people they got raises. And then they were yeah. like, oh yeah, we have no money. Yeah. I literally had to tell all my employees that they were getting a raise except for me. I didn't get to tell them. I, oh, that's what I couldn't mention that. You I can't say that part. Yeah. Yeah. But I would like to make a note. It is absolutely, I don't know where the fuck it came from, but it is not illegal to talk to another employee about how much money you make. Really? No. They can't even fire you. If, they, if you could go up to an employee like, I'm making $15 an hour, and they're like, well, I'm only making 12 Well, why can't I make 15 There's literally nothing they can do about it. It's in really? the handbook. Really? In every, in every associate handbook, there's a line under a compensation where it says it is not against company policy to discuss your pay with other associates it's not illegal they just lied about that because they didn't want people to know that some people made more than others yeah they act like it's law like oh oh oh, like you 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 can't talk about that that is not in any single state is it illegal really all it is a hundred percent in every corporation you can talk about your wages but people don't because they've made us to believe that it's tacky. No, they just don't want the conversation or the discussion about, for example, with women and men. Women make less than men. They don't want them to know that. I mean, we all know that, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, like, I have another friend. He um, 
found out he was he works a part-time job and he was talking to the guy and the guy's like oh yeah well you know i wish they i don't know how they think i'm gonna uh live making you know 16 bucks an hour and my friend's like you make how much he's like yeah now mind you this guy just started and my friends worked at the company for four years Mm-hmm. And they bring they're bringing in new employees. In my in my on my corkboard in my office is a sign where it says if X amount if X person person gets this promotion, they not only get more free pieces than I do, they get more money than I do, they get more perks than I do. Well, it's brazen. It's on the board. If you get this, you automatically get X Y Z. And that's it actually real. says they say significant pay increase. They're not they, the the stories you're seeing about how companies are bringing outside people in and hiring them at more money while their loyal employees are not giving dick. It is a hundred percent true. Oh yeah. Well, I mean that that's what happened. You remember when I said <laughs> I uh, went to a new company? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Like what I got paid. What I got paid was sig- like it was above their pay cap like they had to go levels up to pay me that much because i was getting paid for like a level three i was getting paid for a level seven at like a level three job and i was not that's from awesome. that company i just knew the boss and that's what but I you mean. also it's knew the what, politics but you also knew what you fucking you but you also knew what to do too oh yeah because yeah. I, I mean I, I played the same move like when i went back to where i was working at before it was just like oh y'all want me back because they called me back of course i didn't call them they called me mm-hmm. but i was ready to come back and it was just like so when they were like you want to come back we got this job for you you know what i'm saying we'll, we'll do this and i'm just like but this pay like mm-hmm. but this pay you gotta know how to play ball but yes continue i'm sorry <laughs> No, that's I, I I totally agree, and that's been one of the things for me is like, and they could go either way too. They could be they could call your bluff like okay bye, because in the end you're just a number. They don't give a shit about you. No, so they could really. just literally be, they could just be like bye, or they could be like oh okay well we have an opportunity you know to you know save this situation or whatever. Uh. But corporate's kind of sneaky. They'll figure out a way of like you know what we're gonna make it so hard on you you'll have to quit. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be fair, though, I'll, I'm not even going to knock, like, the people that I worked under. Like, when I left, at least before I left back home, right, like, my DM had, like, watched me grow. So, like, even when I quit the first time, it was, like, a big oh shit moment. Because, like, they knew they fucked me over, but it was just like, oh, fuck, we didn't know you was going to quit, though. So it was just, like, when it came time to try to keep me, like, she would have did whatever to keep me and i do know that like she can and like even after i quit like period like she reached out to me to like see how i was just like as a person so like the cool thing about retail is like in a way like you work together so much and like you see each other grow because like that was even said with uh i had an episode uh with a girl a few weeks ago and we we we'd actually kind of like when when i started she was like well she started at 16 and at the time i was like 18 and like we worked together until i was like you know like in my 20s so like you know like i seen her growing like now she's doing like other stuff like she's like you know doing her thing and i'm doing my thing and it's just like you know you see people grow and you build real like long lasting relationships because you have to work so closely together like when you're well, in retail they're your you family. work a lot of yeah they are cuz when you in retail especially like management or you work a lot of hours y'all are together all the time y'all are together see more each other than, more y'all than you see your own family yeah yep yep absolutely and and again that's what's even more hurtful is like you have these again partners in trauma you know partners and everything and then whenever they turn on you when you get the promotion or whenever you know something like that like that's what hurts it even more is like you are such a close-knit family and especially when you have a good team where like everybody vibes and you know like there's literally no problems there's no drama and everyone's cool those are the best fucking times because especially in retail because there are those slow days and you get the good team there you know the a team Y'all yep. are all there. It's like, oh, we're going to have a fun ass day because you know that that team 
is going to not only have a good time, but they're going to yeah. get everything done. It's going to get done right. Done. Yeah. It's going to look clean and you're going to feel accomplished. Those are the days to look forward to. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, the team's there. You're going to get some shit done. And then, you know, but big boss is going to come in like, wow, y'all did great. Like, yeah, we know we did. Yeah. Yeah. You this is why we get all the hours. This is why we're here all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and but like, that's the thing too. It's like, they, again, victim of your own success. Yep. But this job that I have now, while I may not care for upper management, I have to say I have a boss now and I've never had a boss take an actual genuine interest in developing me and making sure that I'm on the level I need to be. She came in at a bad situation at a bad time. And she was like, I can see that passion in you. We're going to get it a little bit further. And it's been really cool. And it's been, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, she is gun ho. She wants me to be on. She's like, I want you to be on my level. She goes, because I'm ready to be a DM and I'm ready for you to take over the store. Like she knows what she wants. And I'm like, and when I'm complaining about the company, and whenever I, like, I'm ready to go off and fire off an email, like you motherfuckers. And she'll like, she'll look at me. She's like, don't do that. She has kept me so sane. She has calmed me down and I, she, she's a genuine comrade and I, I feel like a, like a, a a real associate like a real employee like someone who's there with you who's ready to like develop you and help mm-hmm. you like and it's really it's been really cool I've, I've gotten really close with her um and like you know she'll text me things here and there outside of work like funny memes and stuff and it's kind of like you know when you see your teacher outside of school you know yeah. like it's like watching your dog stand on its hind legs it's kind of like whoa what is that you know, it's kind of that situation. Uh, yeah. She'll text me fun, like, memes or whatever. So, like, we're close and stuff. But, like, yeah, she's a really, she's an amazing woman. And, you know, she's gone through her own shit. And she's got stories and experience. And so, like, whenever you say, well, we'd rather have someone with more experience. I don't give a shit if that bitch has worked for the company for five years. I guarantee you, you probably knew more than she did. You know what I mean? It's like, because you, cause you have these people who just get the promotion because they're just there. Well, they've worked here for five years. It's their turn. Why? They've worked here for five years and haven't been promoted, and now you're promoting them. Maybe they weren't right, promotable. Yeah. yeah. And so I love that you said, like, ah, I'm not going to take orders from you. No, you're too, no, <laughs> no, no. And like, um, I'm glad you brought that up too, because it's just like I I remember, like, you meet. Oh my god, you meet good leaders and you meet bad leaders. Like, I feel like I've mm-hmm. learned what a good leader and what a bad leader looks like too. Because like when when I worked at that store that had all of that success um i love it sorry (laughs) no it's all good i fucking love it but like when i had that that when i had that boss that got us to all of that success like i learned so much he he also was kind of like investing in all of our growth and it was the first time i worked for a male manager and what Mm. a difference well no it was the second time but the first one was terrible and it truly made a difference because he was like one of those people where he's just like, look, all of y'all got specific roles and jobs. So do your job. I'm going to do, do my job. We're going to teach the employees how to do their jobs. And we just going to work and then <laughs> work and go home. Like, it's, it's not so, that complicated. Like, <laughs> that's whenever I told you my other job when I was a visual and I started at the bottom and I worked my way up when I, the reason I worked my way up was because my boss came in and she, cause she got the, the former manager quit. So we had a new boss come in from like another store, like another state. Like we didn't know who this bitch was going to be. And you know, there's always that nerves like, Oh God, like, are they going to be cool or whatnot? Oh yeah. And so we sat down and she was like, okay, so tell me where you're at in your visuals. And I was like, eh, I don't know. I would say about 40%. She's like 40%. She looks at my file. She goes, uh, you've been doing this for like a year and a half. I was like, well, you know, she's like, okay, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to start over. She goes, I don't know how to do visuals. That's not my strong suit. She goes, but I'm, it's really exciting because now I'm in a store where I have a visual merchandiser. She goes, so that's your job. So you need to start doing your job and know that you can either shit or get off the pot. So do your job that you know how to do. You don't need my permission. Like, you know how to do it. Do your job, and I'll do mine. And let's see where we go. Kind of the same situation. And for her to sit there and just say, like, do your job, or I'll find someone else to do it, essentially, is what she was saying. 
it was like, why am I standing in my own way? Like she believed in me enough. She's like, I'm just assuming you know how to do your job because you've yeah. been in this position. So do it. And her that had that confidence because the manager before her was very micromanaging. If I moved one thing, I had to give a 10 page essay on why I did it. But she came in and she was like, just do you, man. Like, I'm not I'm not going to ride you. I'm assuming you know how to do your job. So just do you and I'll help you out where I can. That was yeah. cool as fuck. I'd, ne- I'd never had someone just like, you know, not micromanage me. So I was like, okay. And I excelled. And I and in my life, I've noticed that like when I was in high school, I barely passed. I passed the 67.9 um, <laughs> or 69. I passed with the 69.7. That's how I graduated high school. Nice. But then I go to college. I go to college and I graduated uh, magnum cum laude. I graduated honors. I, you know, because when I, because in college, it was at my own pace. Yeah. I had no one over my back telling me what to do. And so that's why I like doing visuals because it's like, you're able to create something. And even though they give you like, oh, this is how we want it to look. That's a template, bitch. Like you just gave me an idea of what you want. I'm going to do what I do and it's going to do what it needs to do. Yeah. And that's what I do. That's what I bring to the table because I know that. I don't care what you send me. I don't have that merchandise, but this is what I do have. And I'm gonna make it look bomb as fuck because visuals count for 74% of sales. They do. So yeah, I like to do. create and my store always looks fresh. And so I actually did a floor set today and it all came together at the end. I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. So I had a good day today. It was a good day. And I, I had um, no guests. So like it was even better. No one was getting in my way. I was able to do everything I needed that's to the do. That's the worst part. I hated being uh open doing floor set. Oh God. Because because you're working on it and they're you're touching People it. Touching they have it. to be they're like, okay, well, you're touching something new, so what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I need to take a picture of this. Please stop. Please stop. Like, I just need to get my my I just folded that with the shirt board. Oh, okay. Oh, you're gonna check both larges and both colors. Okay, great. Yeah, because they're the great, same. Yeah. yeah, of course you need the one at the bottom of the stack. Absolutely, yes, you do. And <laughs> God forbid you put your phone down to you know pick the stack up with one hand, put it on the side, grab your size, and then put it down. You're gonna just flip it up. You're gonna fuck up the whole pile. Love yep. you. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate you so much. Thank you. And and what's funny too is I, I I know the retailer you have, and so like think about the fifty some odd tables that are folded in that store, mm-hmm. and I was looking at my store, and I actually have a new employee now, and he came from one of those junior retailers, and he was like, um, he's like, how many tables do we have? I'm like, seven, he's like, just seven. I go, yeah. So uh, start folding. He's like. Oh, I'm going to fold this so quick. And he sure uh, did. Right? He went through yeah. and folded it in like two hours. I'm like, that is really impressive. We He's were like, folding machines. Nothing. It was nonstop. It was not, I... it never ended. Especially t-shirt tables. It's never ended. Oh, God. And then it's like, what visual person thought, you know what? Let's put 30 t-shirts box folded on in one table. That's going to that's gonna look great. That's going to look great. Yeah. All the time. And then my favorite now is the, the 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 fabrics are getting silkier and more breathable. Oh, that sucks! I'm 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 glad I don't have to fold those anymore. I swear. Why do you Why <coughs> would you have me fold it? Like just have it hanging. Don't, like you have a million other shirts that are cotton that will fold. There are too many. You want you want the silky ones folded? Oh, great, cool, great. Oh well, we had to do at at my one store. We had to do weird shit because we didn't have a lot of space. We were busy, but we were tiny. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, were so that's the thing too. we had terrible square footage, but a prime location. And that's what is, is, is hard too. And, you know, people have to understand is like, people go like, oh, this store looks completely. Yes, they all look different. There are very rarely stores that look the same. And if they do, that's fortunate, you know, but like, it's so hard to, you know, figure out where all that stuff's going to go. And like during holiday, you get all the extra gifts that you have to figure out on top of the other stuff. It's like, how big do you think my store? It didn't grow. It did not. But like, it did not. But you, you certainly did get 20% more product than you got last year. Yeah. That's what I dealt with today. That's what I dealt with today. I was like, Dude, we didn't have any of this stuff last year. Like, where am I drunk right now? Like I was just kind of confused, but um, I can, yeah, bro, so. I can show you some things. Cause we had to get creative when it came to like finding and making space because we had 
because we had uh we made so much money um we had to get creative with space because we needed more product obviously because we went through it so fast so like when it came to like storing things we had to get so creative like when we had you know how like you store things on the ceiling well we had Mm -hmm. to go like even higher than the ceiling like we had to double levels and add racks so like you went from like a normal ladder to like a 12 footer like trying to put product up there and then going back back and forth up and down trying to get it down it was and it's so funny too that what some of these visual people do is they come up and like you've seen some of these windows some of these really elaborate windows that people have done like for junior retail and stuff like that mm-hmm. i don't think i don't think people realize like civilians realize that that 16 year old kid that um checking you out also set up that window yeah that they that, do everything those kids those kids that you're you know mm-hmm. bitching at and those adults you're screaming at everything you see in this store every little decoration we had to do mm-hmm. we stayed here till three o'clock four o'clock in the morning or got here at set five o'clock in the morning we got mm-hmm. here to do that for y'all for y'all to be visually stimulated no little elves came in no other special team no 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 we did it yeah now i i have where the the other store i worked in with uh, the gold or whatever mm-hmm. um they had a team come in to do specifically just windows. Lucky like them. Three, yeah, three people came in, they did the windows, they left. That's all, that was all their job. They worked once a month, they were contracted to go do the stores. They'd do the oh. windows, then they'd leave. Yeah. Yeah, but. that was the person that did shipment for us. Like they had to try to uh, unpack shipment and get things up on the walls. Well, no, they changed that position towards the end. I guess they realized it was too much for one person. But well, yeah. and you have some smaller stores that that's what they end up having to do. And so it's just, we could go on four days. We really could. I would just, I would <laughs> like to say that I would, I would end it with this. I would end it with this retail has changed. It is not the same as it used to be, but retail was forever changing and evolving anyway. Mm-hmm. If I have one thing to say is just be patient with these people. They do not get paid enough literally bottom tier we had nothing to do with making up the rules we have to follow them it's nothing personal please don't yell at us just be nice to the people they do just be nice to everybody i mean way more than you think yes and i i that's that's thank you yes we you know but we've done we, we do way more than you could possibly imagine yeah yeah endless patience comes from these people endless Mm -hmm. patience and they still get paid like not enough like they don't even get time with their families like Mm -hmm. and then if you're a part-time worker you definitely don't get paid pay time off orange or medical insurance nope so think about that too you got these people working in COVID, and like you know they're not even getting medical insurance. That not only do they not get paid enough, they're not getting insurance. Like, what are you getting? And like, people and, are really oh, well, trying to support their families and like really live off of this. And it's just like some people won't even give you enough hours to be able to do that. Some of the shit is designed for you to have more than one job. Yep. And then, so you like I said earlier, you have you know I have this one girl. She works like three jobs, three part time jobs. Mm-hmm. And none of them offer benefits. I'm like, you're working 80 hours a week and you don't even have benefits. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh. And then, and and we're, then trying, she, we're she, trying to figure out why people don't want to work. Mm-hmm. And, but, and she scrapes by. It's like, oof. You know, and it's like nowadays, it's like everyone's getting in, you know, getting in relationships just to pay bills. Yeah. That's real. Like, That's not That's the reason. Very real. That's not. And, and right now, we're in cuffing season. So everyone's gonna start partnering up and you know, here we go. Yeah, it's time to get some bills paid. Tax season's coming soon. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, <sighs> okay. Let's wrap this up. Um For sure. I love talking to you today. Thank you for coming through. You are welcome to I'm so come excited. Back anytime. I'm so excited we finally get to do it, and I will absolutely take you up on that because old man different generation and girl have i got some stories for you i got 41 years of stories you just let me know 
Let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> I'd love to. <laughs> Let's. I, I feel like we will have a, a lot to talk about. There are a lot of things that we can talk about. Oh, trust me. I can talk all night. Okay. Especially like with a little bit of gay. I'll never get to talk about my gay in a good way. Let's let's do that. Let's talk about let's talk about because I got some stories for that too. <laughs> All right, cool. Do you want to let the people know where to follow you on social media? You know, I am not a big. I have an Instagram, um, but I'm not really a big social media guy. Uh, I like to follow people and I like to learn from them. But I think for me in my generation, being my age, it might be just a little sad to you know. <laughs> Uh, have that kind of stuff, but I do like to follow a lot of people and I do like to enjoy the better parts. Like I said, the lighter side, the the learning side of the internet and social media. So I don't have social media, but I would love to follow other people. So Okay. Well, if that's the case, you can follow me at MarissaY17 on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter when I feel like it, Marissa Yarbrough <laughs> on Facebook. You can also follow our pages Thinker versus Speaker at Thinker versus Speaker on Instagram and Facebook. Thinker versus Thinker versus Speaker official on TikTok. And I also have a second YouTube channel called Marissa the Thinker where I talk about healing and stuff. So feel free to check that out and like, comment, share, subscribe, do all of those things that you know you're supposed to do when you fuck with somebody. And you know, on that note, we're gonna wrap this up and get to, get out of here. Alrighty. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming through. Absolutely. We'll talk fun. next time. All right. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. I'm actually kind of uh, stressed out right now because I emailed my regional and district managers to ask for more money. Mm. And after sitting on conference call after conference call after conference call where 20 million people say, oh my God, thanks for making the quarter. We've been doing great. We're making all this money. We're doing all this. And I just found out that next week, all the regional managers and district managers will be flown out to Florida to see the Ooh. new bar that they're opening up. And so it's like, if y'all got the money to take them all to Florida for a week and y'all have got all this money to be doing all these things, where's the money for the employees? It's in those That's trips. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, and what's bothering me is like they're literally, they exploit the employee 100% because everybody knows jobs are impossible to find nowadays, good paying jobs. Uh -huh. And so uh, about six months ago to combat with the other retailers, um, they upped the minimum wage and for the, for the part-time employees mm -hmm. from like $9.50 to an 11 to $15 an hour. We still can't get people to work. And when they do come in, they want like, oh, I only want to work these two days and I want like 20 bucks an hour. So do I, um, you know, and it's like, there's all these things that they actually do. And it's like, do y'all even know what your employees are putting up with while y'all are, you know, and it's so, it's so funny, girl, because I love watching, uh, having these conference calls and every single time the VP or the president of sales gets on and they've got like their fresh Botox, their fresh fake bake, they're all tan. <laughs> Yeah. They got the porcelain veneers and they are just like, oh, so y'all are on vacation. Y'all are living the island life while we're in the front lines, getting y'all these bonuses, getting y'all. And then, uh, you know what they sent us for all of our hard work? Uh, what? A box of chips and candy oh. and granola bars. Are you serious? I'm not even kidding. That was their thank you to all the, the every store got one because um, Newsweek features, you know, best in customer service. And uh -huh. we won, we won last year, we were best in customer service, like out of all retailers. And oh my God, you would have thought that we won, like, it's like when the, the, the nerdy girl wins prom queen, like they are so ecstatic. And so this year <laughs> it's all about the customer. And they're like, oh, well, you know, you need to email them receipts and so that way they can do the survey so they can comment so they can give you a good score. And if you get a good score, great. Not extra money, just great. Good and, job. You know, if your score, great yeah, job. Exactly, good job. And you know what? Here's a pizza party, if even that. <laughs> and so yeah. I felt like that. I felt like that employee who had like 30 years at Burger King and they gave him like a $5 Starbucks card and like a pen. Yeah. That's what they did to us. This company has deep pockets and it is well within their budget to give every employee in that company a $200 bonus. It's like, hey, thanks. Nope.
We had a box of chips with some assorted candy. Actually, this was the best part. They gave us Starburst, the little two packs. Uh-huh. Every one of the two packs was a double pink. <laughs> now, I love me some I love me I love me some double pinks, but my real the real jam is the red and pink. That's my that's my that's my flavor. That's but the that's the good all, pack. That's the best pack you can get. The red and pink, right? No, they were all pink. So what I like to say is we got some chips, assorted chips, assorted granola bars, and pink starburst. That's what we got for getting them best customer service. Wow.